Hey, what's going on? It's uh, Dr. Drill, Making Motivation Podcast. What a freaking beautiful Saturday. Tell you what, I'm in a little bit better mood now. I had a workout, hour and a half in duration. Did about fucking everything that there is. Let's see, did the leg press. Three sets of that. Three sets of leg extensions and leg curls, lat pull down, seated um, row, bicep curl, tricep extensions on machines, bicep curl, tricep extensions with an easy curl bar pullovers with an easy curl bar, seated uh, band leaders, that's a dumbbell curl and press, up, up, down, one, 40 pounds, locked out some uh, three sets of ab curls, two thousand meters of row. 30 minute or 20 minutes rather of, uh, I'm sorry, 15 minutes of elliptical. I think with some of the cardio machines, I like them, but I would be inclined to mix it up, try a bunch of different things, you know, because just 30 minutes or an hour on a treadmill or a elliptical seems boring as shit. So do a bunch of stuff. Seems like more my style. And I did uh, well, 10 minutes on a little mechanical massage where it squeezed the shit. An air massage, quote-unquote. Squeezed the shit out of my calves, man. Give me a fucking compartment syndrome or something like that. Almost had a little panic attack in there. I had to turn that shit off. I didn't, but I mean, it felt weird. I tried to, like, pull my own legs out and I couldn't. That doesn't feel good. When you're a kid, you ever roll each other up in a, in a rug? Can't move like a straight jack. Terrible. Don't ever do that to somebody. I did not like the way that felt. So, uh, not to mention you can't breathe really. So, I'm done with my workout and it's 2 30. Half the day is already gone. It's crazy, but I feel good having gotten my self care in. Now I'm going around to the gym and where I told you that uh, I've been notified to come pick up any of my gear because they got to be out by August 10th, which is very sad. So as I drive around these, this uh, route that I had had been my daily, if not three times weekly at least, route. sad to say that I have to go take my, retrieve my gear out of there, if they even have anybody there right now. Usually there's basketball and open gym and stuff throughout the day, so maybe there is. I hope so. Anyway, go grab my stuff, see what I got. Hopefully somebody's there. I used to have a key. 
Alright, stand by. Give you the sit rep when I come back out. I'm back. So, that's kind of sad. Jim says I remember it. Just empty. I mean, obviously it's 3 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Beautiful day, so nobody's really any activity was in the morning, I guess, but again, I haven't had, I haven't been in the gym, this facility that we trained at for a very long time, in a couple years, leaving a program, you know, I've stepped away for, for all the right reasons, so, myself or my instructors, we haven't been in there, so, coming back, it's been a long time since I've come around that corner, and Maybe a couple years, I guess. And this is just down the street from my home. My son's middle school is like a half a mile away, maybe. So just kind of weird as I'm just processing how weird it is that three to five times a week I would be pulling in here and the place would be humming with gymnastics programs and baseball programs and basketball and uh, martial arts tumbling and doctor drill and parents dropping kids off, picking them up, open gyms for kids, treating it like a bounce house. I mean, it was just a pretty special place. And I'm sad to see it that, uh, the ownership over the years, there were there were there was two owners, and there was one owner, and then there's always drama and always things going on. It's just like, oh my god! To me, it's a classic example of. And again, I have my my limitations when it comes to uh, being a business savvy individual. I do what I, I follow my passions. I've been successful for the most part, but I'm, I'm not always like trying to brood and build a better business. I, I just kind of want to be happy and raise my family and have a little nest egg for retirement, hopefully, and, and be proud of the, of what I can produce. But as I say, it's an example of just cause you can make a great apple pie doesn't mean you can run a business selling apple pies. Just so much involved, you know, and I had seen, um, you know, just a lot of issues that were interpersonal, partners fighting, arguing, disagreeing as to how you run a business and what kind of, you know, how do you use the space best and all this shit. And it was just like, what? I don't know, I guess it's, it's the ego, everybody was good people, I loved everyone, but I'm glad I, I, I didn't own that place, I'll tell you that right now, much rather be a tenant, but they're real nice folks, got a, I mentioned I had been communicated by the, uh, the owner, one of the owners, either later this week, or earlier this week now, and I just showed up to pick some stuff up, so what do I got, I got some, uh, maybe 
six or eight kettlebells, paint chipped and abused, but still iron and functional, and I will rehab them. Maybe I'll even do so today, clean them up and repaint them, maybe airbrush something cool on them, and then there's a set of kettlebells. I'll bring a few into the office. You can always use a kettlebell for freaking, in a hundred years, in a thousand years, these things will still be kettlebells, and you can uh, pick them up and get a good workout out of them. So that's pretty tremendous. So I'll happily reclaim those. I could swear that they would be gone. There were some heavier ones in there that I'm sure people just freaking commandeered, you know. So, this is a little route that I would, I would take every, uh, you know, all week, early in the morning, I'd go in there and get a kick-ass workout, a lot of love, a lot of hard work, into DDIP, right out of that spot, but change is the only constant, and I know that uh, running and owning Owner being owner and operator of a facility like that was tremendous pressure. And I hope that if um, in moving all this stuff, moving out of this very sizable facility that had such promise and such uh, such ambition behind it, if that means that um, these folks who owned it and operated it get a little rest, then that's awesome. Go on and do something else. Put your energy elsewhere. Shit can be like an anchor around your waist when, when everything is a struggle and a fight and a pandemic and all that stuff. It's tough, man. Definitely gotta believe that the pandemic was like the nail, final nail in, in many a business's coffin, so feel fortunate to be you know, having survived this bullshit. So here I go down the road with a 8 to 10 rusty kettlebells and some martial arts punching mitts. Probably just throw them out. Hang a couple in the office just for shits and giggles. Heading home. Add this to the clutter in my garage. Again, I'll try to rehab them. Anything I don't want, I'll give it to give it away to DDI Peers. A rusty kettlebell.
once again a beautiful day. Go home, get some lunch, head back out. I gotta go to Lowe's. just enjoy the rest of the day. I feel much better than I did before, I'll tell you. I don't know what it was. I was just kind of cranky. A little crankosaurus. Where will you live in eternity? Read Daniel 12.2. Probably been through this before, but where will I live in eternity? Honestly, I don't give a fuck. This is the notion that... I'm to believe that... There's a place where I can go, and all the pain is gone away. No pandemics, no jobs, no stress, no hardship. All the people that you lost along the way will be there smiling, waiting for you. So just, this is, you know, I've had people tell me that this is this is hell. Like I don't want to be here. I want the Lord to call me home. I, I you know, <laughs> I think the joke is on them. I mean, I, I honestly understand that there's a comfort, the comfort that that might come from believing that this is just a purgatory sort of place where. All good things are going to come to those who wait. We just need to suck it up and be good people and do our best while we're here. But, it, you know, at the end of the road, it's going to be painless paradise. Sounds a little bit too good to be true. So I'm going to assume that it is. Where will you live in eternity? On a small billboard on the side of the road in a cornfield at a main intersection where you basically leave suburbia and go up into the country. Where will you live in eternity? I don't know. I guess I should go to church and find out, hear about this. Where will I live in eternity? In my view, and the best that I can tell, this is the main event. Any little things that I ponder or discuss on this podcast or complain about or get fiery about or make fun of or... This is it, you know. As I've said before, these obstacles are kind of the way. Um, there are things that occur along our path. There are little adventures that we have that uh, are not always pleasant. People that are not always perfect. They're never perfect. None of us are. 
get a little, you know, George Carlin said something like this, you know, to the effect of, you know, life is, you know, brief moments of pleasure amid chaos and misery. This guy walking with his bare chest and his titties out. Um, rare moments of pleasure amid chaos and misery. It's a freaking orgasm. It's a good night's sleep. It's a nice meal. It's friendship. It's love. It's nature, beauty. You know, there's some brilliant moments. But they're only made brilliant because the path along the way is just littered with debris. I mean, just a lot of shit. A lot of mishaps. A lot of series of unfortunate events. And you got to fight for a lot of things. You know, you want to feel good, you got to do the things that make you healthy, you know, you got to eat right and rest and work out and take care of your stress and love people, be kind and just hope, just hope Lady Luck smiles on you and treat people good enough so that they they, they want to treat you good. And all that random randomness and chaos can be beautiful sometimes. You know, if you're scared of it, and if you're, you know, the same shit every, it, you know, we shouldn't be surprised. Here's here's the thing: we should not be surprised when some crazy stuff happens. Like, yeah, it's sad that the gym seems to be closing. The gym that I trained for, you know, around for ten years, helped a lot of people in, made a lot of money in and walked away from for the right reasons. I mean, it's not my gym, thankfully. That's closing, but... It's sad, nonetheless. And experiencing that sadness is unfortunate, but it's part of life. So, Alright, there we go. Some of my wood carvings. I'm going to try to make that friggin' leaf seed into a cannabis leaf today, and then if I can get out at all and carve, and maybe I'll clean up the yard a little bit, see what's going on. All right, friends, love and respect, I'm going to go get some lunch. I hope you're having a great day. Freaking get out to that gym, man, take a walk on such a beautiful day. Get out with your family. Enjoy life. <laughs>